Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. This interview is with Nora and Pure. I did this interview in college in Boston and she did a show over there. So she's known for her deep house music. She's a South African Swiss DJ. Really interesting background and perspective. She first received recognition for 2013 single Come With Me. Other releases have been Morning Dew, Lake Arrowhead, and Tears in Your Eyes have been really big. And in two- July 2016, she put together a two-hour-long mix for Tong's radio show. Really sweet girl and cool perspective. I hope you guys enjoy this one. How did you progress from listening to Gator Rock, like... Mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses and looking forward to more of like electronic. Yeah, I also still wonder how that happened. I really was a lot into rock music. I never liked electronic music when I grew up. And I had two older brothers, so they were skating and, you know, I was in that environment. And um, so somehow I was always exposed to that music, but as soon as I started looking for something myself, um, you know, Lindsay Sterling. She's uh, she's combining her violin with electronic music. Okay. It's a little in the dubstep direction. Yeah. But I guess that was for me, you know, for example, someone who I thought, wow, that's really special, with uh, classical instruments, but combining it with powerful electronic music. Mm-hmm. And you found that by yourself, or? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. when I started to look myself for stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I somehow got into it. Did, did you have, like, a specific mentor that you talked to, or was it just kind of, like, personal, like, you found out stuff on the way? No, that was more personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you said before that you listened to the South African duo Goldfish, because they were, like, reinventing the whole idea of, like, DJing through instruments, so yeah. do you have ideas of how, like, you reinvent yourself <laughs> DJing through performances? Of course, I have many ideas, but it's, uh, I don't know if it's um, yet at the time to do that. Mm-hmm. I still need to you know, like put myself out there to make um, my name more um, known in, mm-hmm. in the scene and people know what it is about. But I, I would love to, at some stage, uh, try a life setup. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to study criminal psychology? Um, coming from South Africa, it's a big topic. Right? Okay. And um, I don't know, it's, since I was small, I thought of. Doing so, uh, I like the action. I, I cannot <laughs> a normal job, you know, like sitting in an office is for mm-hmm. an option, even though that's a part there as well. But you go into, uh, you know, the stories of people and and it's something really interesting, also tough. Yeah. Um, but for me, like it's it's for me no difficulty at all to, you know, um, that's job, that's private life. And, mm-hmm. and I've had many people... Uh, I've I've met many people that said no I, I can never do that and I'm like at home and still thinking about the yeah. stories that mm-hmm. these people did or whatever yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I always wanted something where the action is happening I'm I'm just too curious to, <laughs> to um, not have that in my life and so I I wanted something uh, you know like a solid uh, degree in something mm-hmm. and also my parents pushed for that obviously. Oh. <laughs> um, but during the studies I started already I had started with m- electronic music and I had a lot of time because you know I had maybe attend one day per week at the oh, university wow. the rest I, I studied yeah. at home um, and and that way it, it was perfect you know mm-hmm. as soon as I got a bit better and and 
were uh, more known. Mm -hmm. There came booking requests, and it was about the time when I had my degree, you know. Yeah. It was a good change, like mm -hmm. that. Did you, do you still read about, like, criminal stuff now, like, papers, or just kind of, like, a thing in the past? It's not really in my life, but if I ever stumble over a thing, of course yeah. I'm very interested. But I also now I think if, like, if this ends at some stage, music, because it's also, it has a bit of unhealthy lifestyle, you know, with <laughs> the flying, yeah. so make in the night, and mm -hmm. time differences and so. Uh, if I ever go out of it, uh, I think I would still not work on that though. Like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I love other creative stuff like photography. Or oh, okay. I love um, painting and these kind of things. So I think I don't know I can never do a do really you, normal job. Do you shoot also a lot or? Yeah. Oh lot. really? But um, at, so far, actually, only wildlife. Like oh, that. that's so cool! Yeah. Is it online or? I have it on my private Facebook, <laughs> but I, never, <laughs> I, I thought of, of maybe, you know, starting in the background something, but there's no time at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I I think I have some amazing shots. <laughs> so, um, yeah, at some yeah. stage it will be there. Oh, I'm so curious to see it. <laughs> so were you, like, always artistic growing up? Uh, my roots are in South Africa, but we grew up most of the time in Switzerland, and there, you know, the people are actually not very open for different jobs, you know. Like in South Africa? No, in Switzerland. Oh, oh, okay. You know, like, everyone, it's, it's more about safety, you should have a good job that gives you enough money and, you know, yeah. these kind of things. I've always hated that. I, I can't stand this idea of um, more living for your job than mm -hmm. having the job for your living. Yeah. Um, so, for me, it was clear I, I, I just need to find something where I where I will never, you know, like be counting the time, like when is it, when can I go on? Yeah. It's not an option. And uh, I know as, as kids, my brothers and myself, like we used to, you know, do like hobby bands and so, and um, like I've, I've chosen, you know, classes with singing and mm. the piano and the flute and so on. I've always liked music a lot, but yeah. I, I didn't think that I would ever like turn out really in that field. Yeah. Did their parents like encourage, like were they really open to whatever reading or they were more like... Oh, <laughs> they they always, my mom always said, the idea, why don't you kids, you're so, all so talented, why don't you all like do a band together? And we were like, what? <laughs> no. Like none of us liked that idea to work mm -hmm. with the other one. <laughs> and obviously was, you know, like classical instruments that we had then and um, and uh, you know like guitar, piano, uh, the drums and this kind of stuff like a band but not yeah. electronic music and that's the good thing about electronic music you can be on your own you can be creative whenever you want in the middle of the night yeah. you don't need your partner where you can you know go to the band room and practice something or yeah whatever. so you can work whenever you want you, you can try whatever you want mm -hmm. you can find inspiration where you know so they were so they were always encouraging with music from the beginning not in particular with electronic music. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's uh, well, they, they, I guess, were a bit skeptical when I got into the club scene. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, as a woman, is a bit different. Yeah. I would say. Uh, but I was working from beginning then with a good team. As soon as I started touring, I either had someone with me, and I'm also, um, I don't know, I'm very independent. Uh, I do my things. I go. I'm focused. I'm professional. I won't. You know, like do drugs after, mm -hmm. and end up in the middle of nowhere. Or yeah. <laughs> um, 
and and they know that so in that sense they were never like worried or anything mm-hmm. and it, it took a while until they saw you know the potential maybe mm-hmm. um, what there is in the scene and what is possible at the moment yeah and now now I think they are really supportive and, and proud I guess yeah would you say from like your hometown there were a lot of people who like joined onto the music scene exactly yeah rather hot yeah yeah like also now if I if I meet people most of the times I get like ah so you're a DJ already that word me <laughs> man I think oh my, oh my god like, where do you come from <laughs> then, that's too good <laughs> and then uh, they say ah okay yeah but uh, that's anyways not a job for long no they come like that and I'm like oh my god you just <laughs> have no idea no you don't even know what it is about and they they think it's like a little hobby thing and. But you know, there's really a lot of passion and and work and dedication. And, yeah. You know, and it, it's big. It's growing. It has a lot of potential, and I would never, you know, like, and, and not um, seize that chance. Mm-hmm. So now that you've like traveled so much around the world, how is it different growing up in like South Africa and like Switzerland? Now that you've seen like the states and you've been to like mm-hmm. Australia and stuff, how are like the mindsets of people different? Because I'm like I'm from mm-hmm. Hong Kong, so me growing up in Hong Kong, the mindset is totally different from here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you're right. It's everywhere very different. Even in the music, I noticed that now. Like everywhere where I play, uh, they appreciate different stuff, and it's difficult to go for the first time to a country and you mm-hmm. think, oh my God, what do they like? And do they know my stuff? And so, um, but in general. Um, I, I love the South African um, mindset, you know, mm-hmm. they're open, they're super w- warm-hearted, you know, mm-hmm. like they welcome you from the first day, you'll you'll be uh, braying the first night, you know, having dinner together um, after you just met them, maybe at, at the wow. store or something, <laughs> I love that, and yeah. Switzerland's pretty much the opposite, you know, like uh, you find this friendliness, but it's rather a superficial thing you know like hmm. it takes time to get to the core of a person it's like you cannot cross them as yeah. much I feel mm-hmm. yeah I know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> how were you like how were you like in high school oh my goodness well um, um, I did then already focus you know like on uh, I had a lot of painting classes mm-hmm. and so, but I don't know you know yeah, I guess, I know, you know, in high school it's more about who's popular and who not. Yeah. So, and I was never one of the, I was like, you know, somewhere in the middle field. I didn't like this categorizing and, and stuff. I, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a time that I would uh, remember a lot from, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you have, like, problems adjusting when you moved to Switzerland or was it pretty... Easy. Well, I was very young. Uh, yeah. I moved uh, when I was four. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we had many. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! I need to piss. He's playing. So no. oh, oh my god! <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah. So I was really young, you know. Uh, so it's it's not that I was like, oh my god, I'm leaving my home. I didn't yeah. even realize okay. really, but. We, we had a lot of friends there and, and we used to go back often and somehow it affected me a lot, you know, while growing up, even though I spent most of the time in Switzerland, South Africa always had a huge, huge meaning for me, you know, like when I 
when I got there, when I had to leave, I was crying. It was so emotional yeah. for me every time. I just loved that country mm -hmm. so much. When you go back to South Africa to visit, like, what do you do? Um, yeah, what do you do there? Yeah. I've never been. So. <laughs> I, I actually spend every time um, I, I go to the wilderness areas where there's nothing but uh, nature and animals and stuff. Wow. And I also have a lot of friends mm -hmm. there, so we really um, are fortunate. We, you know, like we can go to areas where normal tourists are not allowed. We camp there, and there's literally nothing. And I, I love that it's it's so different sounds. You hear no calls, no cell phones because you don't have wow. reception, nothing. Yeah. You know, you're just there and you make your fire, you cook something. <laughs> wow. yeah. I love that. It's the total opposite of what we live in today. Mm -hmm. And um, I love that contrast. So you've been DJing for years now. How have you like grown as a person through music and just like personally? Well, um, it's so much more challenging than I thought at the beginning. I thought, well, if I can create music, um, I, I can DJ, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's extremely difficult because you get you get the feedback right away no, from mm. the people. You say you have to present yourself. And I'm not really, I'm actually rather shy. Mm -hmm. And it was for me difficult to get into that of standing there, uh, people look at you and, and, and you get judged. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so um, th that was something hard to learn, but um, I'm sure it, it you know, gives you a lot for, for your life. Like you, you grow with it, you get more secure and so. Um, last question, if you could tell your younger self, like when you first started music, what would you tell? Mm, probably listen more to my guts and not being mm -hmm. exactly this insecureness, you know, and uh, not give too much attention to critics and mm. just follow your instinct, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Thank you.